0: This is Not Worth Living, a podcast that features creatives interviewing themselves with a preset list of questions. Unlike other podcasts that feel like conversation between friends, this one aims to feel like he is on a psychiatrist's visit. Today's episode features... Christmas. Uh, I am a... Writer. Uh, I guess that's why Ira's asked me to do this, um... I've written some books that uh, you may have read or you, you may have heard about, and after this you might want to go read. Um, uh, uh, 2021, Amphetamine Sulfate uh, published a, a book called The Sex Shops of Sherman Oaks. Apocalypse Party, who um, you know, just tweeted yesterday that they've published uh, 30 books, Um since they started and uh, they did start around 2019 so in 2019 the uh, Party published a book of mine called um, Xerox over Manhattan um, and 2018 uh, another publisher you may have be familiar with Inside the Castle um, published a book of mine called Belfie Hell um, and there's been um, other stuff but I won't yeah you know, this is not a list of everything I've published this is just so you um know a little bit about me. I'm also um a member of a band called Mattress Grave, um and uh, um, another band called Snake Milker. Um I say band. I am the only person in the band. I think that might have something to do with sort of you know, like a, a only child who wants a brother or a sister. Um maybe I'm just wanting some Band members. Um, but I just... Yeah, but it's just... Some stuff I do. There's been some um, albums put out. Um Now, in terms of what Ira has entrusted me to do, he's given me a whole bunch of questions and I need to choose one or none or all of them. I think he said don't answer all of them. Uh, I Uh Did someone? Don't appeal to me. Um... But most of them do. So I'll I'll go through, try to work out which one to ask first. I'll do. I'll do the most easiest one. Um, What's your latest project? Um, I've written a book, um, which Ira is going to publish on Filthy Loot um, very shortly. We're just wrapping up a few um, last things, more just like layout, cover, following up a few little. uh blurbs and things like that probably the delay is more on me i haven't had time to just sort of say yes to uh, a few things but um it's called meth um dtf um yeah going to be published on filthy loot as part of ira's um i think it's talented perverts um imprint uh for whatever better word um yeah so that was uh written um last year and um The interesting thing about that for me, for me, you might find this interesting or not, is that um, Ira actually reached out to me um, just to say, have you got anything? I think he was expecting um, something not quite as long as I gave him. I think he was expecting um, something shorter, not a a sort of a novel or a novella-length piece, but um, I think he was pleasantly surprised and um, he he seems happy (laughs) with the length that he got. So um, here we are. Um, And then just uh, another novel um, that was originally going to come out later in the year, but just, you know, life gets in the way of myself and um, uh, Evan at at Feral Dove. So it's going to be a bit earlier next year. Um, And like just before I pressed um, record to do this podcast for Ira, uh, I was working on a, a novel, um, for John at Inside the Castle um, which I don't know anything about just yet I'm sort of like just in in the weeds at the moment and not really too sure what it is but um, he asked me if I could write something or publish something for I think Inside the Castle's turning 10 next year so I think he wanted to I, th- I think the idea is to publish something a book by everyone that's um published or worked with John in the past maybe I got I that wrong but so that's where that's where I'm at in terms of um projects um so yeah next question um if money was no object what would your dream project be um if money was no object i would probably uh yeah you know, i got a day job like yeah Big whoops a lot of people do um but it's obviously um I, i'm a sort of very unskilled sort of person and i mean when i say unskilled um i didn't go to university or college or anything like that so you know the the job i'm, I'm at um anything i've sort of learnt just by you know working working um so but you know as you can imagine it's not you know like you know a dream job so if money was no objects uh, i'd probably be doing like like perhaps what a, a lot of you do which is um, maybe set up an independent indie press or something but um focusing perhaps on Australian writers um uh well but again no no limits i just would like to sort of um do something like that perhaps even a bookshop i watched um watched a really good documentary on Judy Bloom uh yesterday and i think she's 83 and you know she's obviously amassed her fortunes and you know rightly so because she's an amazing author and, and 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 the like and you know she lives in Key West and she has a bookshop right um she doesn't need to have a bookshop she's 83 years old right but yeah that's what she does so that that's 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 some pretty normal um <laughs> responses for someone who writes uh yeah I'd like to set up a press or a um, bookshop um so sort of no surprises there I guess in terms of creativity if there was no um if there was money, was no object, and my dream project, I, I've, I've got a. I'd like to make a, a film. Uh, I've got a screenplay that I wrote over ten years ago. I was looking at it earlier. I look at it sort of once or twice every year, and think, you know, obviously I don't. I'm probably never going to get a chance to film it. So how can I change this into a novel or something? And it's sort of, I think what happens is when I come to it. I'd really like to film it, but I think trying to change it into some other format—I know my heart's not in it. Um, but if someone said go film it, I think my heart would suddenly be back into it. I'd be a bit more inspired. So, yeah, those those three things uh, keeps you motivated. Hmm. And what inspires you at the moment? Uh, might come back to those two questions. Is there a quote or a motto that you work by? Uh, not that I work by. Um, like, I have a little neon sign above my desk <laughs> when I'm working, and like when I'm feeling down, I'll pull the quote or motto up and, and suddenly recharged. Um, no, I, I do like a quote um, by Brian Geisen, and I think I've mentioned it on other sort of podcasts and, and this is this this I having said that his own neon sign and keeps me in check this one does keep me in check which is I guess um he his quote is um I've gotta get this right but it's a set, it's essentially along the lines of this and if we get it wrong it doesn't matter because it's I don't need the quote I'm not quoting him I just need to get the essence of what he's trying to say but it's basically he's, he enjoys inventing things out of fun. Because after all, life is a game, not a career. So when I think of you know any book I've written, it's you know life is a game, it's not a career. So um, I, I think I approach writing in that way, which is you know what what can I do here, and what are the possibilities, and how how um, am I entertaining myself as well, or, you know, and then therefore entertaining um, other people. Reading it, um, he has another interesting quote, which is um, which is sort of interesting in the fact that there's you know lots of AI discussion, and even this week on Twitter, um, there's been a really, in a way, dumb conversation about copyright, uh, and, I, I, and I and I it's not that I have any fixed position on it, well, I sort of do, but you know his other one was writers don't own their words, you know, so when since when, what, have, when, since when did words belong to every, anyone or anybody um so kind of i think that's interesting for me um, for a variety of different um creative uh ways uh in, in different schools of you know writing uh, of how they've just been quite you know chance in writing and i think you know chance plays into you know people not owning words and things like that you can you know move things around and change the meaning of you know existing texts and things like that so i think you know from that point of view copyright becomes like a really odd thing um but you know yeah, i mean kathy acker wrote wrote, Great expectations right so it's not i'm not mentioning anything that more, more intelligent people than myself and scholars have you know, de- devoted you know, reams and reams of you know, critical theory to in, in already. So I just find those Twitter conversations a bit odd because it's already been established um, that you can use you know, things that are copywritten uh, for a you know, p- particular purpose. Um, that didn't really answer the question, but but yeah, writers don't own their words. Since when do words belong to anybody? um and yeah uh, I enjoy inventing things out of fun after all life is a game it's not a career um okay would you be friends with yourself um I oh, look it <laughs> at the risk of you know getting all existential and all this sort of stuff you know I like I'm you know there's, there's you know, as with everyone anyone that's sort of you know as you know is a dynamic human being and has a life that's at times you know people have good mental health and people have bad mental health um there's definitely um there's definitely moments uh where um yeah i haven't been friends with myself so i'm going to flip the question a little bit i'm also just moving uh, to plug my laptop in because it's low on batteries but um So I'm going to say the yeah I'm going to flip the question there, which is yeah I I I would I I am am friends with myself, Um, yeah I'm not from a completely ego driven perspective, but um, I I have no problems um, with who I am and being kind to myself as well, treating myself with a bit of kindness and um, a bit of flexibility and not beating uh, myself up too much. What would you like your epitaph to say, oh God? Well, firstly, um, okay, firstly, the premise of the question, it might be a little bit wrong because your epitaph indicates tombstone. And I'm probably not interested in any of that, you know, hoo ha, uh, or yeah, funerals and all that sort of stuff from sort of you know where we're we're food for worms or um we're ashes on the winds or something like that so i don't know but um i don't know uh i do like a poem i'm just thinking uh i do like a poem one of my favorite writers is actually um percy by shelley uh i talk about this poem a lot to anyone who will listen um it's so got stanzas written in dejection in Naples. Um, goes on a bit. Um, there's, a, I think it's four, five stanzas. Um, you, you could take any. You take any of these. I'll read. I'll actually read it to you. Um, you could take any of these lines. I think it's from the third stanza. Um, alas, I have, alas. I have not hope. Sorry, I'll start again. Alas, I have nor hope nor health, nor peace within, nor calm around, nor that content surpassing wealth the sage in meditation found and walked with inward glory crowned. Nor fame, nor power, nor love, nor leisure, others I see whom these surround Uh, smiling they live and call life pleasure to me that cup has been dealt in another measure you take any of those lines you probably just take this nor fame nor power nor love nor leisure others I see whom these surround smiling they live and call life pleasure to me that cup has been dealt in another measure um Interesting thing about this poem is the second stanza is this. I see the deep's untrampled floor with green and purple seaweeds strown. I see the waves upon the shore like light dissolved in star showers thrown. I sit upon the sands alone. The lightning of the noontide ocean is flashing round me and a tone arises from its measured motion. How sweet did any heart now share in my emotion. The guy drowned. Um you know, like, yeah, he drowned. So this poem's pretty wild. It's got, to me, I always like reading it because it's like this sort of weird prophecy of, you know, which some poetry does. And I'm not saying all poetry needs to do this. I'm just saying there's some, definitely some poems um, that do this. Um, uh, you know, it probably does help that, you know, all these guys are um, off their heads on opium, um, and probably a bit easier to do this when you have smoked um, opium. But, yeah, this stuff that's, like, beyond human understanding, which was poetry at that time, sort of wanted to sort of reach for in a sort of very almost religious sense. So, yeah, he. I mean, he drowned. I mean, so I see the deeps untrampled floor with green and purple seaweeds strewn. I see the waves upon the shore like light dissolves in star showers thrown. That... You know, that kind of shakes me a little bit to my core a little bit um you know kind of you know that's a pretty wild thing to have written and then to have drowned you know years later um, but anyway so um, back to the question uh yeah epitaphs alas I have nor hope nor health nor peace within nor calm around not that content. Surpassing wealth, the sage in meditation found. Here lies SJX, SJC. Um, okay. Uh, this, what do you do differently from other people? Oh, well, I don't know. Not much. People are pretty similar. Um, you know, I put my pants on one leg at a time, um, so I don't do too much differently. Um, without. I'll explain this. I don't want this to sound like, uh, I mean, yeah, uh, above my station or the like. I, and and, and uh, I just think that I was going to say I write differently, which is not to say I like this yeah, amazing writer. You yeah, know, I'm, I'm this, you know, unique beast that's, you know, better than everyone else because I do something differently. I just feel that when I'm, my, my process of writing a novel is just different to other people and that would just be the same for everyone I think I mean I know there's some sort of you know schools schools of thought and actual schools or universities that teach people how to write novels but I don't know if I if I you know um if I sat down with another author and talked about the way that I go about writing a novel it would be just be different from them so um I'd be interested in um I'd be interested in a podcast with authors. The question I would ask ask authors is the actual physical effect that writing has on an author when they're writing something. So we always hear podcasts where someone's sort of talking about, oh, then I did this, yeah, like I I mapped it out and then I I wrote it and I had some cards for scenes and I moved the, the cards around and I sort of, you know, did some editing and things like that. But I'm actually curious as to, you want to hear like the, the exhilaration, the manicness of when you're on a tear with like a a, a section of a novel or when you're trying to write something and it doesn't quite work, just the physical emotion that uh, uh, comes across people. Um, You know, are there writers out there that write in a sort of a delirium? Uh, I'd be interested in hearing that, I, I, I think you know, the answer to your question—the the answer to the question—is that's where that's where people do things differently to other people, Uh I'd be interested in hearing that. You know, um, yeah. Uh, I left these two questions to last. What keeps you motivated and what inspires you at the moment? Um uh, two things. Um, obviously, like yeah, you know, other. Presses and other writers um, to current writers. Uh, Ira, you sent me um, uh, uh, this book and I haven't got back to you about how much I liked it. But um, you know this this um, Jenny, oh, sorry, Letters to Jenny, just after she died by um, Charlene Elsby. Um, you know. I didn't find it. You sent it to me. But like it's, you know, and just reading other people's stuff. And then going on, going and listen to a podcast of Charlene. I, I think I read, um, I read this, listened to, um, you know, uh, Charlene on the Writing the Rapids um, podcast and was sort of just, I didn't know anything really about Charlene and her background in, in a whole bunch of things in, yeah, philosophy, and then, and I think she taught lit. But yeah, yeah, um, she, you know, Charlene is a, clearly an absolute um, gem of a writer, and seems like a gem of a person, and just yeah, an absolute yeah, intellectual. Um, so yeah, just that sort of stuff. Um, you know, again, just other writers. You know, um, there's this book, um, not a book, actually, it's a chat book by um uh i might get this name wrong might get the surname wrong um also bear in mind my, uh, my um my accent but um danielle Cholosky, it she wrote this book called cheat just reading that that inspires me that keeps me motivated um just makes me really happy <laughs> you know that there's you know people writing such good stuff um i'm always inspired by thomas More. uh I haven't read because I'm, I'm, I am I, I have my own things that I want to read sometimes. So, um, you know, and that might just be nonfiction. I didn't want to read read a lot of nonfiction. But, I mean, you know, Thomas More, I haven't read a lot of his most recent sort of amphetamine sulfate um, stuff. But, you know, he wrote a book back in 2013 um, called A Certain Kind of Light. Um, I remember reading it back then. So, you know, 10 years ago, I remember reading it and just thinking, you know, who is this guy? It was, who is this guy? I've never heard of this guy. He sort of writes in a space that I, you know, a, a big space, you know, like yeah, you know, a space that I, you know I want to sort of circle around in. Um, and yeah, you know, he he's he's in there, and you know that was in, that was inspiring, and you know, and then he's written another book. Um, you should go read should go read these two books. I mean, read anything of his, but like in their arms, which I think is 26. 20- Fifteen, sixteen. Um just both amazing books. Um uh, just other writers. Um uh, Me in me a book called Mean by Miriam Gerber is just you yeah, amazing. Um Derek McCormick's um well anything by Derek McCormick, um but yeah, Castle Faggot is is I don't even know what it is really, but um I'm I'm, I'm I was it has, you know, it's got this emotional gravitas that um, seem to be sort of, you know, the pain that's in sex shops of Sherman Oaks, um, but also it's just got this, you know, I think it's got, you know, it's got cat jocular in it and it's just, um, you know, side-splittingly um, funny. I'm not too sure what it's meant to be, but, you know, um, High School Romance, um by Marston Hefner, um, I really liked. It wasn't what I was expecting from Marston. Um, it really reminded me of one of my favourite authors called Marvin Cohen. Um, this sort of absurd... absurdist... Um, I'm going to say surrealism, but that probably gives you probably a, a sense of what it's not. Um, but it's just got this... Really good little tales and yeah. Um, uh, Welfare by Steve Anwell is, um, just a really great novel. Um, his, his novel, Welfare, and I think, um, Animals Eat, Eat Each Other by Ellie Nash, I really enjoyed. They seem to be, you know, completely, um, I grew up in a really remote area of, you know, capital city in, in, in Australia. Um, they both reminded me of sort of the shithead that I hung out with when I was in, you know, high school and in my 20s and I just really enjoyed reading them and, and, and also really enjoyed reading them because it's just a completely a uh, style that's so um, different to myself. Um, so... Uh, I just you know I don't you know I don't read things that are written like me I, I, so I was just really enjoyed it and even um something gross uh which is which is on our apocalypse party so that's um by, by um big bruiser um dope boy um that's just uh, uh uh that's an amazing novel anyone who's read that knows knows that um and then just finding. Stuff, old stuff. Um, uh, there's a really good, uh, graphic novel called Soft City, um, by Harrington Push Wagner or Push Wagner. <laughs> um, it's just a Norwegian, uh, pop artist graphic novel that's all kind of very line drawings about a city, um. Like the the horror of you know living in a city, yeah, mundanity is sort of like abject horror. Um, it's a massive book. It's like the size of a, it is the size of a coffee table, and it's uh, it's just. Uh, I'm so glad you know. It's just I'm so glad I, you know that that inspires me all the time. That, that something like that keeps me motivated. I'm like, oh, this is just amazing. Like, right? um, so is that, um, and then just. Yeah, um just finding new things. I think one of my things is finding old things and going, Oh that's sort of like how I write. So um like go find go read a book of poetry called Um Anabasis by St. John Purse. It's like when I read it, I was like, Oh, okay. I I get yeah, you know, this these these pe peer, not peers, but these um past riders where there's some sort of lineage, and you didn't know that you were in some sort of lineage. For want of a better word, lineage with them. Not um, that makes me sound again above my station, but it's just like, oh, okay. There's it's I'm not. Yeah, you'd like to think that you're writing, You know, you're you're, you're this unique, precious unicorn that you're not, right? There's there's always someone that's written quite similar to you. Um, like I said, in a, in, a, in a space or a framework that you're sort of, a big framework that you're sort of just happen to be moving in, in through. So, um, yeah, so finding those sorts of things. Um, I remember, you know, I've had reviews of, of my work and I'm like, I don't even know this writer that they're talking about that um, they say I write like. So, you know, next minute. Um, shuffling off and finding out out who who that writer is um okay that's it we're heading up to the uh, we're in the 29 minute mark so that's probably uh, enough of me talking um thanks ira um thanks for um everyone thanks ira for asking me the questions and thanks everyone for um listening uh i will speak to you all soon bye